said um today we're just going to be talking about um who we are in christ and what we have become for the past few weeks i was just talking about the fall of man how it came about um what were the effects of it and how jesus came to redeem us and how he redeemed us as yeah in actual fact how jesus became sin so that we could become the righteousness of god how it was just an exchange between our old uh our old evil nature to get a new nature which is god's nature so today i want us to talk about who are we now because initially we know that we were we were sinners we know that we were enemies to god and we were not part of the covenants of god and the children of israel we were not really part of god's people because israel was god's chosen people and jesus was the only begotten son of god so what happened after the death of jesus what happened to us what became of us so yeah that's what i want us to just talk about today of who have we become now that we have been saved by Jesus, now that Jesus has become sin on our behalf and died on the cross and rose again. And the Bible says that he did not die alone, but he died with us. And when he rose, he rose with us. So, and it says that um, we had to die with Jesus so that we could die to the control of sin and the, and the oppression of sin so that sin would no longer control us, but we would be able to control sin or control ourselves as people of God and be able to be children of God once again, who are not controlled by our flesh, by our desires, but we are controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. So then um, before we start today, um, did we pray? We didn't pray. Yeah, let's take a word of prayer. Our Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you that your word says, oh God, that when two or more gather in your name, there you are in the midst of them. We also thank you, oh God, that your word is living and that your word is active, that it is sharper than any two-edged sword. We thank you that even tonight, oh God, you are going to allow us to look into the mirror of your word and to be changed into the same image as your word gives us in the name of Jesus. We pray, mighty God, that you will imprint this remarkable in our hearts of who we have become in you and that we will walk in the reality and the truth of who we are in Jesus name we pray amen so saints uh tonight I want us to just go through to start in the book of John chapter 1 and verse 12 because yeah these bible studies are actually intended for new converts you know people who don't know much of the bible people who don't know much about who they are in God we just I just thought Wuti, let's just grow together and remind each other of who we are in Christ and what it means to be born again and what it means to be saved and you know yeah just just to help people who don't know really who they are in Christ. But anyway, um, this is what we had planned for today. John chapter 1 and verse 12 says that, um, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believed in his name. So the Bible here tells us that as many as believed in Jesus, they were given a right, they were given power to become or to be called children of God. So now that we have come to Christ, now that we have um believed that he's the son of God and that he has died and rose again and that he has saved us from our sins. What has become of us is that the Bible tells us that we have become children of God. Hi, Cindy. Welcome to tonight's 
tonight's meeting. So now we have become children of God. And it's what I tried to explain earlier, that when you read in the book of John chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. It's amazing to say that, but God, so Jesus is the only son that you have. What does it really mean to say? the only begotten son of God to mean what what it means to say that Jesus was the only high level welcome back again <laughs> when the Bible says that Jesus is the only begotten son of God what it is saying is that he was the only one of that kind he was a unique he, he was a unique kind of son of God yes God created Adam from Adam he created Noah Abraham all these people he created them but when it comes to Christ he was a different breed that is why it says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son it's not that he was the only son God had uh -uh. it was the only son who had a nature of God and the nature of man because the Bible tells us that in the beginning Jesus was the word and that word was with God and that word was God so it's trying to tell us that Jesus was divine he was he was just a God but that God element of Christ took on a human form and the two forms came together and it became the son of God so when the Bible says that Jesus is the only begotten son of God it's saying that he's the only one who had the nature of God not that old nature that Adam had that fallen nature uh -uh. Jesus had a different nature he had God's nature and that is why he had to come on earth to give us that nature but after having given us that nature or after having died on the cross the bible no longer says Jesus is the son of God the only son of God sorry it doesn't it no longer says that Jesus is the only begotten son of God when you read in the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 29 let's go then it says that um for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So you see, Jesus was the firstborn. He was the first, uh, he was the only begotten son of God who had the nature of God. But he came and he gave his life as a seed. What he was doing when he was dying on the cross is that he was sowing his life so that he would become a seed and give birth to many other sons who were like him and when it continues it says that um he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren so after the death and the resurrection of Christ he's no longer the only begotten son of God we also become the sons of God we become the the, the brothers of Jesus why because he was the first fruit he was the first of its of his his kind but he laid down his life and we became and that is why I also love the Bible when you go through the through the book of Isaiah so don't forget what we are saying we are saying who have we now become and I said we have now become children of God we have become sons of God who have the same nature as Christ if the Bible says that Christ is the first 
the only begotten son of God. We are, he is no longer the only begotten son of God. We have also become the same as Christ because the Bible says that God has, has called us and predestined us to be changed to the same image as Christ. So that is why it is important to be, to be born again saints. When we become born again, what happened is that the life that is in Christ it comes in us as well. So we share a life with Christ. Rena and Christ, we have something in common, and that is the life of Christ. And when people talk about that life, they call it Soway. I love the scripture also in Isaiah 53. I hope I'm not losing you guys. Um, I hope we are we are learning something together. Let's go there. Amen. Isaiah. Amen, Jomi. Isaiah 53. 53 and verse 11 he says um okay let's start from verse 10 it said yet it pleased the lord to bruise him he he, he will he has put him to grief when you make his soul an offering for sin he shall see his seed he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the lord shall prosper in his hand he shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied this is talking about jesus it says that um his life was cut short if jesus had to live on earth not as the word on earth maybe a hundred day a hundred years the bible tells us that his life was cut short why so that he could be a seed and it continues to say but he will rejoice when he sees his seed who is the seed of christ we are the seed of christ because christ took his life and sold it but when jesus rose from the dead and when we come to god and come to believe in jesus and he sees us the bible says he rejoices because he sees who to you or my life was not cut short in vain they have got zaza they have got leone they have got label they have got cindy they have got pastor dumelo so he sees his seed in us he sees Uguti. my life was not in vain there are many other people who have come forth from my life and when it continues it says that he shall see the labor of his soul so jesus looks at us and he sees the labor of his soul he sees the reward of his sacrifice when jesus died on the cross it wasn't that he was killed saints he gave his life voluntarily it was a sacrifice to say i am offering i am giving myself and father through me get many sons that are like me and that is why the bible says to as many as believed in jesus he gave them the power and the right to be children of god because he gave himself as a son of god and said father here's my life and whoever will believe in me they become who i am they take my place they become sons of god as i am so what i wanted to remind you today saints is that you are not just a christian you are not just a churchgoer. You are a son of God. And you know, you will ask yourself or you will think, but how can God say we are sons? I mean, we are girls. We are ladies. Why would God calling, be calling us sons? Because it was his son who gave his life for us. So therefore, if you believe in the son, you take the life of the son. Then there's no longer male or female. Mm -hmm. There's no, no longer Jew or Gentile. There is just one person. And that one person is Christ. So we are all 
Christ, you know, we are all sons of God. Not that we are Christ so that we can be worshipped and all of that. Uh -uh. We are an extension of his life. He now lives in us. And that is why when Paul writes, he says, it is no longer I that lives, but it is Christ who lives in me. Why? Because I have believed him and he has come and made me a son of God. His life now resides in me. I am a son of God. So then, um, what else who, What else has happened to us or who else have we become? First of all, we have become children of God. Secondly, I want us to go to the book of Romans chapter 6 and verse 1 to 5. So we are the sons of God, but not only are we the sons of God, but um, we have died to the systems of the world, saints. Let us read what the Bible says. In the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 1, it, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And he says, certainly not. How do we who have died to sin live any longer in it? For, oh, do you not know that as many as were baptized in Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead. I wish we had Utembi here. <laughs> just as christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the father even so we should also walk in the newness of life for if we have been united together with him in the likeness of his death certainly we shall also be like him in the likeness of his resurrection knowing this that our old man was crucified that that body of sin that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin so saints i said we are sons of god that is number one number two is that we are no longer slaves to sin we are dead to sin saints like there is there is a place that we have gotten to where sin no longer dominates us. Yes, every now and then temptations come to knock on our doors to say, do this and do that. But what the Bible tells us is that we now have power to overcome this thing. Before Christ, before we were born again, we couldn't control ourselves, saints. That is why there are people who try to stop things by their own strength and they keep trying, they keep trying. It never works. It is because no person with his own strength and his own power is able to overcome the sin nature. The only person that is able to overcome the sin nature in the lives of men is Christ. So when Christ now lives in us, the Bible tells us that our old selves have died with Christ and we have a new life in us. And that life is the life of Christ. And that new life that we have, it is no longer controlled by sin. And we sin because we don't know this thing. Sin controls us because we don't know these things. When you do not know, you become controlled by everything and anything but when we remember oh i'm a child of god yes mina i'm a son of god i am not controlled by sin but i am controlled by the holy spirit then we are able to arise and take control and take charge of our lives we struggle with sin we struggle with so many addictions and habits simply because we have forgotten that we are dead to these things and when we do not know we perish that's what the bible says it is my people perish because they lack knowledge Knowledge. They they do not know who they are. They do not know who to, they are dead to this thing. You know, I was thinking about it earlier. Uguti, if you are dead to something, you can no longer you you when you are dead to 
Yeah, when you are dead, you are dead to that realm. You can no longer participate in the things of that realm. That's why we cannot worship dead people or talk to them because they are dead. They can't communicate with us on this side of life. So it's the same thing with us and sin. When sin tries to awaken us, we should just look at it and say, but I'm dead to this. Me, I no longer do these things. I am, I am a new creation. I'm a son of God. I am dead to this. I am able not to be controlled by this. I control it. If I want to do it, I'll do it. But it's not like before, Woody, I can't do anything. I'm oppressed by it. Uh-uh. We are dead to that says We are dead to the control of sin. Yeah, we are left with eight minutes. So uh, in that eight minutes, I'll just give us our last point and then we are done. I also wanted to talk, Ubuti, um, we have died to ourselves, saints. As sons of God, we are no longer living for ourselves. If there is one thing we need to start living for, it is for Christ. When you read the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 14 to 20, it says that Jesus died for all so that all who live, will no longer live to themselves. So as a son of God, with everything that we do, the Bible says whether we eat, whether we drink, whether we sleep, whether we do anything, we should do it all to the glory of God because we are no longer living for ourselves. Remember what I said, Jesus' life was cut short. Why? So that he could continue to live through us. So we are living unto God because Jesus died for us. So because he died for us, we now live in him and we live unto him and for him. So yeah, saints, I think that's where I want to end it for tonight. If you've got any questions, any comments, please feel free to talk in these seven minutes that are remaining and then yeah we will pray and go but yeah we as children of god saints don't allow anything to make you to forget who you are because i was thinking about it even earlier but you know the devil is after that one thing he comes to attack who we are he wants us to say no i'm not a son of god mina i'm a sinner yay you are not a sinner you are a son of god you are a child of god and god delights in you so yeah, that's where I stop saints, and I'll give you guys a chance to say something. Um, Cindy, Muruti, Timosh, Leoni, Lebuchang, anything from your side? Six minutes remaining. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't have anything. Hope you ladies are coming on Saturday. All of you, Leoni. <laughs> Who comes as? Please come, please come. It's gonna be nice. Okay. Are you working, Cindy? Yeah, I'm gonna work just for until 10, half past 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're starting at 10, so knowing me, <laughs> I'll probably start half past 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're still driving. Do you have anything to add on? Yeah, um, thank you, Zaza. Um, that was a beautiful presentation and greetings to all the saints in the thank chat. Um yeah. yes, uh, I, I think from my side, um, just to emphasize mm -hmm. on what you spoke about right at your conclusion. Right. The the issue of us not living for ourselves. Mm. Um, it's it, it's very important. And just to throw in maybe one last scripture in there, in the book of Galatians chapter number two. Yes. If you look at Galatians two from 
from verse number 19 mm-hmm. to, to the last verse. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it speaks, it speaks mm-hmm. of how through the law we died to ourselves mm-hmm. so that we can live for God. Amen. And further to that, it, it speaks about how we have been crucified with Christ mm. and no longer do we live, but Amen. Christ lives in us. Um, if, if, if you can imagine a, a, a picture, imagine and, and, and think of why Christ had to die, mm. as according to the scriptures, the Bible says that he who was without sin Amen. became sin for our sake. Amen. And on, on, on that bloody cross when he died on that day it was not necessarily just jesus in his divinity dying on the cross simply because he he loved us Mm -hmm. but the nature of sin which he became died on the cross so when when this verse says i have been crucified with christ Mm -hmm. then we should come to an understanding that the whole sin nature mm. that I was yes, got sir. crucified the same way that sin died with Christ on the cross yeah. of Calvary. And that's why it says then, the life that I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me mm-hmm. and gave mm-hmm. himself for us. Amen. So it, it's, it's, it's very beautiful how you, you put it, and I thought I should just emphasize that in there, that mm-hmm. Christ all for us and of course we do not live this life because we are clever and stay Mm -hmm. sinless because we are so righteous Mm -hmm. but god made us the righteousness of the lord and that is why the last scripture here says that we should not or do not put aside the grace Mm -hmm. of god we don't do it because Mm -hmm. if we could if we could gain all these things by righteousness or through the law then we did not need Christ. He died right. for nothing, Paul. Right. If we right. would obtain this for ourselves, but he became the sin that we have, we had, mm-hmm. and that sin died. And in the same way, we we, we died to self. Amen. We died to self. Amen. I was so, talking about that multi-plastic. Okay, sorry, you can finish. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Um, lastly, Colossians chapter number three also. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it reminds us um, to 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 be mindful of not just earthly sins. Mm. I mean, things, but heavenly things. Yeah. Um, the very the very first verse actually says something in conjunction with um, what I read in Galatians two. Mm-hmm. It, it says, since, "Since you have been raised with Christ, set your heart." Another version says, mm-hmm. "Your mind." Mm-hmm. On, on on things above where he is. Amen. You know, our minds our minds should be set on on where Christ is. Right. Says, on on things that are above and not things that are earthly. Why? In verse number three, we died. Amen. And our lives are now hidden with Christ in God. I think we should stop giving the devil so much credit mm-hmm. for our lives and understand that um our lives are hidden with Christ in God. If Amen. the devil should get to you, uh, Minister Zaza, he, he's got a lot of things to go through mm. before he gets to you. First, he must go to God, and then Amen. he must find Christ in God. Then he must find you. Right. You are hidden with Christ Amen. in God. Amen. That's my God bless you. 
Thank you so much, Muguti Tumelo. Um, thank you for that great input. Uh, I think we should just take two minutes to pray and a minute to pray and then we go. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight we thank you for reminding us of who we are in Christ. We thank you for your word that is alive and your word that is active. Thank you for this great reminder. Thank you for changing our minds and changing our perceptions about who we are. We thank you and we honor you, O God. Keep us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much Thank for joining us, Saints. Um, I hope you guys learned something. I learned something myself. It was great. It was great being with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.